Do better for yourself. Do better for yourself. Do better for yourself. So, what are the first steps in building an empire? Anybody? Anybody know? Honestly, I don't even know. I don't know if this is right. I just know that this is what I've done in the past in growing businesses for both for myself and other people. These are things that I've done to begin with. I don't claim to be the be-all end-all of business gurus or whatever. I don't I don't know if I'm correct or not, but this is what I'm doing. And if you want to do it too, have at it. So, as I've mentioned in the previous episodes, I am starting a new brand. It's called Mabel and Aubrey, and it's going to be an artisan gift shop and tea shop. Artisan gifts and teas. Um, and by artisan gifts, I mean, as of right now, things that I hand make um, and things that other people, other artists hand make as well. Um, but for now, it's we're going to start with just things that I make because um, I'm focusing on a few particular um, items because of Christmas coming up. So, and then of course the tea shop as well. So artisan gifts and teas. Now in doing that, I've already kind of done step one. So step one is to figure out what you want to do. And you don't have to nail down every single product you want to create or that you want to sell or you want to source or whatever. You don't have to do you don't have to have all the details. You don't have to do that. And I know that that's probably not the textbook way to start a business. Actually, I know that it's not. I have a business degree. All right. I know that you're supposed to go in with a business plan and that sort of thing. But for me, I feel like plans just make it harder for you to pivot. All right. You need to have the flexibility to pivot. And both, both in your business and in your mind, you need to know that you can and should pivot at times, deviate from the original plan. All right. Because if you don't, then you just get stuck doing something for five years, 10 years, however many years that is not successful. And it's all because you refuse to change. So don't do that. Just don't. All right. Allow yourself the freedom to be flexible. Okay. So no, I'm not coming out with a business plan. I mean, I have an idea of like a think like an outline. I have a rough draft, okay? It's not a full-on business plan, but I have a rough draft of things that I would like to happen within this business, ideas that I would like to implement as things get going. However, I'm doing something different than I've done in the past, and I am taking this in bite-sized chunks instead of trying to do it all myself and in one big old piece, like build it all in a day, because I've done that before. I've built brands in a day, and it's exhausting, and I didn't like it, and it wasn't fun, and by the end of, I don't know, a week or two, I was over it because I just exhausted myself. So I'm not doing that this time around. So here are a couple things that I've done. One, I figured out what I wanted to sell, okay? And I feel like that's kind of important, Um it's, it's an important first step. And like I said, not that you need to have the exact specifics, but you have an idea. Like, do you want to sell clothing or do you want to sell jewelry? Or do you want to sell a product that you made as in like a digital product? 
um, like maybe you have an ebook or you know something of the sort. So go in with with some idea of what you want, and that will allow you to be able to create your brand. And at least for me, and this might just be because I'm creative. Once I've created the branding. I feel more committed to the idea. I can and I can better visualize the idea. So what I did was I decided what I'm going to sell, selling things that I make and are tea blends, right? And then I named the business. And naming it was pretty easy because I wanted to name it something artistic and warm. And who is warmer than my great-grandparents? Plus, I think that you don't know my great-grandparents and nobody, you know, very few people in this world knew my great-grandparents. Um, but... I feel the name Mabel and Aubrey. It's it's homey and it's warm and it's inviting. It sounds like your great grandparents, you know. Um, it sounds like a hug, and that's what I wanted. I wanted my brand to sound like a hug because the whole point of my brand, the whole point of Mabel and Aubrey, and this is something else that I decided. This is another step: is the appreciation of art, and not necessarily art on a canvas on your wall, but functional pieces of art, you know, um, the, the ornaments that I'm making, the clothing I make, the, the, um, the teas that I'm blending, the cookies I, I paint, the, you know, music and books and dance and all of these different art forms, photography and horticulture, like, there's so many other art forms other than, you know, a canvas painting on the wall. And it's just the appreciation of that. And for me, the definition, well, what is definitively art for me is a creation that makes another person feel something. And that's written into the info on our brand, on our uh, Facebook page that I've already built. That's another thing that I did. Um, but that it's... Every, everything that I create or curate, I want it to cause emotion to the beholder. And maybe that emotion is happiness or nostalgia or just the appreciation of being thought of. The gifts that I offer, I don't want them to be generic gifts given out of obligation, but gifts given because they represent the essence of a person. Okay, so you guys see what I did there? I just used words to make my brand. Um, so that's that That was step one, is deciding, well, step one was deciding what I was going to sell. Step two was deciding what I wanted to call it. And step three was deciding what we were going to be about. Who are we? And so there I, there I went. I did that. Step four was creating the branding. So looking into fonts and logo design and that sort of thing. And this is something that I really enjoy doing on my own. Uh, and you really don't have to be some fancy graphic designer if you want to do it on your own. Or you can hire a fancy graphic designer if you want. And I have quite a few contacts if you need some people to do that for you because I have a lot of friends that do that. Uh, but I prefer to do it myself. Every single logo branding that I've ever had I've made for myself and I've learned trial and error through the years I mean look at the, the look at the art for this podcast I did that on my own um so I definitely think that that's if that's something you like heck do it on, do it by yourself and so that's what I did and I came up with our logo first of all I'm obsessed with the fonts of Mabel and Aubrey I just 
love them so much. They're so clean, but yet they're kind of old timey. And so it kind of like gives a nod towards the whole great grandparent thing. Um, and then the logo that I chose actually is, so it's a teacup and then out of the teacup, it looks like it's smoke, but it's actually a paintbrush and an artist's palette just turned on its side. And it just makes me so happy. And my colors are blues um, because I wanted something that was, um, that could, was for, you know, across all genders. I didn't want to do something hot pink or, you know, a, a super masculine, like masculine tones. I wanted to do something that was more neutral. I wanted to do something that was clean um, and emotional. Um, and to me, blue says the ocean. And what is more emotional? What makes you feel more like a part of something huge than standing with your feet in the ocean? Or maybe that's just me because I'm emotional. <laughs> but anyways, I went with blues. So and I have like smoky blues and then some lighter colors that are more playful. And then some grays that are just very clean. Um, so that's what I went with. And here's the thing. You can change it. If you don't like it, you try it out for a little bit. Nobody, your customers aren't going to be like, oh my gosh, you've changed your branding. What what you do? What you do? We're not buying from you anymore because you keep changing your branding. Like, that's just ridiculous, okay? <laughs> Nobody cares. So just make a decision, go with it, and see what happens. See if you like it. And live with it for a little bit. And if you don't like it, then you know, change it to something else. It's kind of the same thing I did when I was pregnant with my kids and we were trying to come up with names. So we just like played around with names for a little bit. And if I liked calling my belly that name, then I think that, you know, maybe that's a, maybe that's one that we should really consider. And if I didn't like it, then it got taken off of, you know, the possibilities list. So yeah, <laughs> I named my businesses the same way I named my kids. Um, but anyways, yeah, you could change it. You don't like the colors that you choose. You don't like the fonts that you choose. Whatever, all right? Just make a decision and go with it, okay? So I did that, and as soon as I had that made, it just started to become real. Like, it started to become real for me um, because now it has a face. It's like I created the face of this business. And that was really exciting to me. And then I got to thinking about the things that I could make in the branding that would go on products. And it was just, oh, just this wave after wave of ideas. And I just love it. Um, so anyways, so did that. Next thing I did was I um, nailed down the domain name. So I went ahead and bought domain name. Um, as far as buying domains, like buying URLs, if you don't know what a domain is, it's what comes after the www in a web address, okay? Um, as far as buying domains, I highly recommend Namecheap, okay? Um, I know that there are a lot of other guys out there. I know there's, you know, GoDaddy, and, you know, whatever. Lots of other options. I highly recommend recommend Namecheap, um, and let me tell you why. I, first of all, all they, they own, they host all of my domains. All right. They have all of them. And the reason why is because I tried out my blog, I am 
with them um, at the recommendation of a friend of mine. And I ended up having some issues with WordPress. That's where it's hosted. Um, And I am not a techie. I couldn't figure out how to fix it. So I asked Namecheap's customer service and they did everything for me. Like they fixed everything. They have the best, any issue I've ever had with anything they've fixed for me. And just with a quick chat online, they've always been so kind and they just take care of everything. It's great. It's fantastic. So I highly recommend them simply based off of their customer service. Um, not to mention their prices are comparable to anybody else's, if not, you know, less expensive. Um, plus they offer, um, really inexpensive WordPress hosting if you decide you want to host WordPress. Um, so yeah, so really, anyways, really, really like them. Really highly recommend. Um, and actually if you'll look in the info, um, on this podcast, I'll go ahead and put the URL for them there. Um, so you can check them out. You can just go straight from here if you want to look at buying your own domain, okay? Um, so anyway, so bought the domain, then went and made sure that I had the Instagram handle to go with it um, because I'm kind of OCD. I need my domain to match my Instagram, to match my Facebook. Um, and surprisingly enough, nobody else had Mabel and Aubrey. So I went ahead and locked down the Instagram and then in doing that, went ahead and locked down the Facebook page too. So then I owned Mabel and Aubrey. It is officially mine. Um, so that's that's what I did after that. Then, since I had my logo made, I went ahead and uploaded it as my um, picture to my Instagram and my Facebook. And did that. And then I made all of my story covers for things that I, and this might've been getting a little ahead of myself, um, but I was just playing around with branding and then I ended up liking what I did. Um, so I went ahead and made my story covers for all of my Instagram stories uh, for the different products that I plan to feature. So like I said, that, that some of those, I don't even have products for yet. I just know that I would like to eventually sell, you know, one of those kinds of products. Um, but like I said, I was just playing around with branding. So I went ahead and did it. Um, so those are all the things that I've gotten done so far. As far as the like technical, this is what I've done. Um, I have also started building the actual website for it. Um, my plan, at least for the near future, is I'm going to have Shopify store. Um, I, I recommend Shopify just because of the ease of it. Um, I've built websites with a lot of different platforms, like basically every platform. Um, so I have WordPress and I have Wix and I've used Squarespace and I've used Weebly um, and I've used Shopify. And as far as creating a store, um, Shopify is the easiest in my opinion thus far. So that's what I'm doing is making a Shopify store. And actually there's a plan that you can use. So Shopify, I think is like 30 bucks a month or something to be able to, uh, use them as your payment processor really is what it is. You host their, like they host your website, but then they also, you can use their payment processor. Um, so it's like 30 bucks a month or something like that, which isn't bad, but you can also do Shopify light. Okay. And Shopify light really makes it, um, it's a, um, it's a plan and it's like $9 a month and you can host your website 
and still have a catalog, but the buying is actually done through your Facebook page, through Facebook and Instagram. Does that make sense? So you don't actually have buying capabilities on Shopify. You do that. You th- They get directed to your social media platforms to do that because you can sell on Facebook and Instagram, right? And Facebook and Instagram take a percentage of your like percentage of the sale, things like 3% or something to use the payment processor. And so it ends up being, and this is ideal for someone starting out on a budget, it ends up being less expensive because you're not paying the 30 bucks a month plus the Shopify fee as far as, you know, their uh, payment fee. Instead, you're only paying the $9 a month and then paying the Instagram or Facebook processing fees, which is like, like I said, it's like 3%. Um, so a really good idea for someone who's talking about, we're talking about people with small inventory. Um, so don't go in and, you know, start uploading, you know, 600 different products and thinking that it's going to be easier for you just to sell them all on Facebook. I don't think that's the case. Um, but for someone starting out looking to, to budget and start out really minimally, uh, that is a way that I recommend. Plus Shopify lets you have two weeks, free to be able to build your site before you start doing anything with it. So there you go. You start out for free. You don't even have to put in a credit card actually to start like to begin. So you can start right away if you want. Um, One thing I will tell you about Shopify too. um, I didn't realize this until I made my first Shopify store is that if you want to have multiple Shopify stores. So let's say I didn't want to have Mabel and Aubrey be a gift and tea shop. Okay. Maybe I wanted to separate, you know, Mabel is my gift shop and Aubrey is my tea shop or whatever. Um, I can't have two shops under the same username, right? So you'd have to under the same email. So you can only have like one Shopify store per email address. I hope that makes sense. So if you just something to keep in mind, um, if you're wanting to build multiple stores, you have to do multiple accounts. But that's not really a bad thing because then you get, you know, multiple free trials. So there you go. Um, So that's what I've done so far, guys. And what I'm going to do next is I am going to, I'm waiting for a few of my supplies to come in to finish making my things. And then I'm going to start photographing them and putting them on Facebook and Instagram and Shopify. Um, I have social media posts already made or uh, well pictures made I need to go in and actually make the posts themselves I highly recommend doing these kinds of things in batches um, and actually maybe that will be our next episode well we're we'll talk about you know batching social media and how you can do that and use different services to post for you so you are growing on autopilot all right that's what we're going to talk about next time so I hope this has helped you and until then, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.